right, welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. Thank you so much for tuning in to another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. Sorry, um, we are a day late. Somebody was getting their life at a certain sweetener tour last night. This is the part when I break free. <laughs> was it amazing? It was so cute. But like I said, she's a lazy performer, like Rihanna. And that's okay. Like, yeah. we just have, sometimes we have our faves. Yeah, because yeah, she really sounds the same, like, as a CD. Wow. Love that. Normani, you saw her. Yeah, she really did good. And she was like, yeah, oh my gosh, her dancers, I need to know more about her background. Yeah, dancing. I noticed her They had the too. fat cheeks. Wow. Yeah, just clapping all over the stage. Okay, so what's what was your goal? What was the goal you accomplished last week? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> I got up. <laughs> Listen, sometimes that's the fucking goal. Yeah, I think I got up. That's, that was it. I got a goal. I've been what? cooking for myself a lot more. Like it's been a goal of mine to cook seventy five percent of my own meals, and twenty five percent of the times indulge, go out with friends, or like I know my mom will buy me food or my dad will buy me food sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes just because I go out, it's not always me spending the money. Like yeah. it's usually somebody else spending the money, and then sometimes I spend my own money. But I just for the sake of my health, I've been trying to cook more mm-hmm. and for my pockets because I just spend so much. Like oh, I'm a lion. I started. Um, so you know that thing I sent you that like digit thing to help. You Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started um, putting savings in that. <laughs> That's decent. That's an achievement. Yeah. You want to tell people that you did that, that gunshot at the cat? Um, that's none of, it's none of y'all business because this cat, we got him understanding I love that he know so I'm much. a shooter and I he just, a fucking pussy. I, just, <laughs> I love this cat. Like, I'm just looking at him and I'm like, why can't really I really cute as shit. I wish I could have this cat. Like, every like time, you really fucking cute. Like, I should God smack damn. the shit out of you, dog. Cute ass cat, like cute as shit. You adorable as fuck, dickhead. Fuck. Oh my god. All right, moving on into our fave four. Um, this week we're doing our favorite '90s characters. Okay, I don't know why I did that. Um, oh, I do because I had a shot of Ciroc, and it's at this precise moment that it's starting to sizzle. Oh god. But it's just like I'm not like you know. I'm (laughs) I'm just a little silly. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this week we're doing our fave four '90s characters. Um, you first. So, um, women characters. Sorry, '90s. Damn, it's supposed to be women. I got. Oh wait, women. never mind, never mind. I was <laughs> like, I got one nigga on here. I just assumed. But if the if the man that I have on here is like funny. <laughs> so. Okay, well no, I assumed that it was women. If it's not, it's fine. So, um, one of my favorite characters is um the main character in Beverly Troop Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever seen that movie, but she's like this like rich lady from Beverly Hills, kind of ditzy, cute redhead, mm-hmm. and she um is uh like I forgot the story, the premise of the story, but I just remember her being very sweet and like just super femme and just like big hair and like super like nineties and like mm-hmm. she wore hills and like and she was a camp um like the leader of the camp. So cute. You never seen that Troop Beverly Hills? Mm-hmm. Such no, I um, Also, another favorite '90s character is Peg Bundy from "Love." I was gonna say from "Love and Marriage," but "Married with Children." That's the theme song. But um, <laughs> but yeah, Peg Bundy because I just love her. Like again, big hair, like small waist, also hills, the mom clink from, clink clink. The mom from Smart House or the house from Smart House? Oh yeah. Love she that. Was, I liked her too. Um, also, another one who I definitely want to be when I grow up is the nanny. Um, 
is a nanny named Fran. Um, <laughs> I think we would have known without that little, that little jig you just included. Oh, <laughs> She's almost a champion. That's the theme song. <laughs> but um, but yeah, <laughs> um, the nanny. <laughs> That's she really was bullshit on that theme song. <laughs> she was like, oh, <laughs> whimsical as shit <laughs> she really was bullshit me and the nanny um, I love her everything about her um, especially oh her story I feel like that's probably how I'm gonna fall in love um, but the way my life is going um, <laughs> for somebody that hates me um, but <laughs> I love the theme also like a lot of I noticed about my favorite 90s characters is I love people who love people who don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> like people that are like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, seriously. Like, because at the end of the day, they know it in their heart. Like Nikki <laughs> Parker. Nikki Parker fucking knew. She knew. Cause... <laughs> True. And like, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield did not fuck with friends. <laughs> <laughs> he like you're my fucking nanny, and yet Period. they got married. So she <laughs> they did, did something, and I love that. And also like Peg Bundy, like her husband, he hated for- her. <laughs> he absolutely could not stand her. But he was there, yeah, right on the fucking couch. He was kind of fine too back in the day. He was. I would hate yeah. fuck him. But um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> come on. I was like, come on, we're all adults here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, we're not. But okay, my last one. Is so dumb. So I, I really it. love him so much. Johnny Bravo. Oh my god. I Johnny Bravo is such a fucking creep. He's dumb. such a he's a hoo ha hoo. Eva, that's why I started laughing earlier. Oh yeah, because I was like, what you laughing at? She's like, well, nothing, but I'm laughing at something, but it's nothing. I'm like, what? Because like, I can't tell you. I'm oh, it's about your fate four. But yeah, no, seriously, I used to love Johnny Bravo. I used to watch it with my dad all the time. But I would get so fucking mad because think about it. Johnny Bravo had he had cool ass hair. Yeah. He had a leg. Buff as fuck. Buff as fuck. <laughs> Skinny ass leg. But he always fucked it up, being like, hello there, pretty lady. <laughs> How can I help you? And then the women used to be fucking him up. They used to be like picking him up, like, at, like he he always almost had it. But I'm like, yo, you get your ass beat every episode. But he wins up. Just be different. You are fine. Like I was, the, and when I was a kid, I'm like, it's not ending up handsome man, not an attractive girl. It's not working out because he's an ass white. Like, oh my god. Like, they really used to be picking this nigga they up by his hair. It's slamming up like he was a fucking molly. People, I guess I mean you're not into me. Like, yes, go back home to your fucking mother. She's the only one who thinks that's cute. That's a shame. She's that like Johnny. That's really what shaped my taste in men today. I know that and Cow and Chicken. Oh, I love. Cow chicken. chicken was very chaotic. It was like so when I chaotic. watched it, I couldn't sleep. And now that I'm older, I realize it's because it was too fucking much. It was a devil like, in the show. I feel Remember like that show gave you mental illness. Yeah, that show definitely. <laughs> if you watch Cow and Chicken, you're mentally ill right now. Do you the devil look feel old yet? <laughs> feel mentally ill yet? Yeah. But um, he really had his ass cheeks out. No, it was a lot wrong with that. And show. like how they was like like. Cow like milking and just like. There's a lot wrong with that show. And like that show definitely made, I couldn't turn away. Chicken was a crackhead. Chicken was clearly. And he was so aggressive and cow (laughs) was so sweet. Oh, 
Glad that's over. <laughs> Cartoons were so chaotic. Clean it I, up. I missed it. Like when so, that's probably why I also had like the stupid sense of humor I have. Like, like I love two stupid beavers. Like we can't even t- use uh, the word two angry beavers. Oh. <laughs> I said two stupid beavers. It was two stupid dogs. I said two <laughs> stupid beavers. <laughs> they are mean as shit. Angry two stupid dogs was the show though. Two but stupid, yeah, yeah, it's, it's I do remember two stupid, two stupid dogs, dogs and Angry Beavers because one of them was white with a purple nose. I loved Angry Beavers so. I didn't much. like Angry Beavers. I would get mad when it came on. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I thought it was so certain funny. shows. I just hated. Like I didn't. I like shows to be like about humans, like Rugrats and stuff like that. Oh, I, I like hey species. Arnold. Yeah, I did Ooh. not like shows where animals were the main characters, except for like. Tom and Jerry and stuff like that because they were too chaotic like Rocco's Modern I didn't like until I got older I love Rocco's Modern Life I mean theme song Rocco's Modern Life theme song 100% (laughs) the face I did I was like I saw but um, I guess we should talk about wait that was your fate for it yeah so on my list number one is going to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer like as I'm older like watching Buffy I just love how she just is so content with the fact that she's going to break the rules. She's not good at school, but she's like good at whipping ass. She's so dramatic. I love. Her. Remember, so remember you came in my house when Buffy was on, and you looked at the screen. It was like, wow, she is acting. She really was fucking acting. Sarah Michelle Geller, love her. She looks so great. Probably because she stayed not problematic, to my knowledge. Um, Robin Givens and Boomerang. Oh my God. We watched me and <laughs> Sabrina watched Boomerang evil. for the first time. Evil. She wasn't evil. She didn't do anything. She didn't. She wasn't evil. And I like I just liked her because at the end, like she didn't end up hurt because she was the way that she was, because she was like playing she just wasn't interested <laughs> Sorry, in her. You looked at my I, I saw what you <laughs> Sabrina's putting her full flop on backwards and I'm forced to stare at it. Like, can you not do that? Keep your fucking feet grounded. <laughs> no. Anyway, Robin Givens, like, because she just was a badass character. She was. could have. Her head was round as shit. <laughs> she, she got grown. a round ass head. It's just her. She got a lot of bones. She looked like, um, you know, uh, when it was like, uh, when you bite into a gusher, like those 90s commercials. <laughs> <laughs> her cheekbones. She looked like she had buds. You going straight to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, head button, that's where it leads you most of the but certain people, I feel like my head won't do no harm. <laughs> I feel like I would hurt myself more than the other person. But I feel like Robin Givens, she got like a stone. Head. She just like, she do. She looked like that um that emoji with the um stone head. Wow. Okay. Maxine. Oh, Esther Island. Third is Maxine Shaw for me because um, oh yeah, I love Maxine. She is just everything. Everything on everything on everything. I was watching this episode of Living Single when Kyle was singing to her and she was like getting the hots for him and she's like biting all this paper. It was just so fucking funny. And her career was first all the time. Yeah, Loved it. True. Um, and finally it's Pepper Ann. I knew it was really Pepper Ann. That's Pepper why you got Ann. mad. Yeah. yeah. When you were singing the theme song. It was between Pepper Ann and Patty Mayonnaise because for some reason I really <laughs> identified with like uh Patty Mayonnaise. I couldn't I stand kidding. Patty but Mayonnaise. Then like I got older, I'm like, she ain't do shit. Besides, she didn't. Oh, Doug. Doug. Well, that's funny, Doug. It's like you get Doug in all these fucked up situations, and then you just criticize him yeah, when he's a bad guy. fucking pencil ass Go legs. fucking date Roger then. If you like. Ugh, Roger Klutz. Ew. That's my problem. Roger was eating. Now, he was too evil. I, Doug uh, ain't do shit to him. He didn't right. have to have all that energy. Scram, man. <laughs> 
I love Roger He's Clutz. Like, don't you have somewhere to be? It's like, don't you fucking have somewhere to be? That Which, nigga definitely was 36. He was about to say he was way too old to even be but, around. Oh those my kids. gosh. I would be like, Roger, fuck me. No. <laughs> Roger Clutz. No. Fuck Stop. <laughs> Skeeter is. Like we get it, he's a nigger. He's one hundred percent. No, he's a nigger. He's black. You like? And he knew how to like dance. Every nigga that that's Instagram famous for being a fucking clown, they got they uh, identity from Skeeter. And that's crazy because who they should have been following is Gerald because that was one smooth black man. That was. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Yeah, Pepper Ann is so much cooler than Oh, yes. Um, Sorry, yeah. Pepper Ann just was, first of all, if you look at look at me, she's like 70% I knew, like I knew glasses. You was going to pick her because of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's funny because like the theme song really said, is she cool? Is she lame? <laughs> that's how I feel about myself. <laughs> Am I cooler? Am I lame? <laughs> All right, that was a fun one. That okay. was a fun one, but oh my gosh, Roger fucking. Clutz. All right, moving on into toast for us. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're going to toast to the um to the ladies um from Red Table Talk for to being nominated for a daytime Emmy, like from a Facebook Live show. Like, that's, are you kidding? That's me? That's so decent. I'm just Googling to make sure this an Emmy because I felt really confident. Like, Emmy is it. usually t- a TV. Yes, uh-huh. So it is a daytime mm. Emmy nomination. That's crazy. Like, that just goes to show you, like, you can create anything. Mm-hmm. Not that awards mean anything, but the no, that's never happened before. So that's wild crazy right there. So mm-hmm. congrats to those those ladies. Also, we want to do a quick pray for us. We want to pray for Megan Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. who recently lost her mother, um... She lost her mother to a brain tumor, Aww. and apparently she had struggled with it for a while. But a lot of people are saying if you knew Megan, like her mom was in, was always like never too far, like on it. Mm-hmm. And I saw like a clip of her mom, like literally, like being like, "Yeah, I like this verse." But and if you're not how Megan Thee Stallion raps, like having somebody where you can kind con- having your mom in the room with you while you say this crazy stuff, that's like truly your best friend. Yeah, that's the type of mom I want to be. Yeah, me too. Say what the fuck you got to say. Yeah. You going to say it with me here or without me here? So and most importantly, give me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So, yeah, toast to her. Everybody keep her in your prayers because, like, such a crazy time in her career I for know. this loss. And I know it's going to, like, fuel her, but this is, like, a hard one. Like, it's mm-hmm. a very tough one. All right, moving on into tea time. We want to talk about uh, safe injection sites. So apparently um, Philly is one of the first, a few places to roll out safe injection sites for uh, people who are, you know, struggling with addiction. They're calling them safe houses. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be one built in the Philly area near near Kensington. I mean, that's where it should be. Yeah. And it's going to be an area where people can shoot up. Pretty much with clean supplies, no judgment zone, but it's pretty much trying to limit uh, overdosing, trying to limit the the spread of, you know, infectious diseases that can come from using certain things, maybe limit the violence. You know, of mm. course, people in the area are concerned, like, are you just going to bring all this shit to one place? But I'm like, if you live in Kensington and you mad about a safe house, I'm like, you should just move out of Kensington. Exactly, because that this is fuck- real, real, real. The only thing that I was like, hmm, about is because, well, if you're from Philly, you know, predominantly the ones that are shooting up are white and I feel like 
that's where the concern really comes from yeah, because exactly. they're like they're like oh shit like these this is affecting our people and it's like I guess like subconsciously like they think like that like it's more of a concern because you know sometimes it might be some of their family members because they are white um, that they're like oh shit like we need to get a handle on this not saying that it's not black people that. Yeah. Or people of other races, but it's just like predominantly, like from what we see, that it's like, you right. know. Right. A lot of people are saying it's a class issue, like, because um, I actually was having a conversation with two of my Twitter friends mm-hmm. about it, and I'm like, you know, it sounds extreme, but it might save people. And they were like, yeah, but how many of our aunties and uncles are on drugs and they never got that? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's definitely a great point, but this is the first one. Yeah. So if you're going to go anywhere, I I think any of us would say Kensington is where the worst drug use this is. The worst like, use I'm not. Is. I wish I could. Like, yes, there are going to be a drug addicts in, on the corner of every hood, mm-hmm. but Kensington is like the Walking Dead. It really is. When you go through there, it's not normal to see. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. Because I saw women with like babies. Buying drugs, and I don't think that Pushing they're a stroller. And like honestly, the crackheads that I've seen around my grandma way have been on drugs since I was a kid. Yeah, and you know they have like they've stopped and started and stopped and started. And like I think that they're just casual drug users, mm-hmm. and they definitely need help and intervention. But I feel like in Kensington, they're ODing. Like yeah. they are dying. They are one hundred percent going insane. They're using. I think they're using like like meth and heroin and everything like it's a cocktail of so many different drugs mm-hmm. so while i'm usually on the side of like oh no why do black people get it? i'm like well it's the first one and i think we can all agree that yeah. Kens- name a worse area of the city for, as yeah. far as for drug use if y'all can name another place i say then you should that should be the combat yeah but i really in my heart don't believe that it's being stationed there because that's where the white people are. Because also in Kensington, there's a, a large Latino population yeah, as well. Like, that's what the Badlands is known for, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, these people just need help. And just because it's in Kensington mm-hmm. don't mean a drug addict from another part of town can't come. Exactly. So I mean, I definitely think it's good. It's just that, like, like I just that's just something that I noticed. Me too. I yeah. thought that's the first thing I thought yeah. of. Like, because it's always that theory that, like, is it's not a drug problem. It's not an epidemic until white people are affected. Mm-hmm. See. So it's it's truly not an epidemic until they go down with it. Like the opioid, when our parents was popping pills, well, not our parents, because, you know, our, pa- our parents have <laughs> it. But when people, <laughs> people parents was popping opioids back yeah. in the day, 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 yeah. it wasn't called that. No. Then all of a sudden, like when kids from like Upper Darby start dying, then it's an epidemic. And yeah. it's like, mm, true, interesting. So, nonetheless, it is a problem, and I'm happy that some people are going to be able to get help. A lot, of course, the neighborhood is, like, super concerned. Like, what the fuck is this going to bring to our community? But like I said, can't be worse than what's already in your community. Yeah, I think it's just will be more, like, organized, and they're not going to be on your block with it. And I wonder what it means to be a drug dealer at that point. Like, are you going to be like, oh, shit, like, yes, yeah. I can just. But I'm like, if you if you smart, you know that the police are going to zoom in on that area just as much as the addicts mm-hmm. are. So it's going to be a weird dynamic um, there. And uh, it's just the idea of a safe house is not very new because even when uh, people with addiction are going to, like, rehab, mm-hmm. like, the doc, like, people will give them what they need on, on their way there. So. Yeah. And, okay, moving on into Jesse Smollett. Uh, all charges have been dropped. 
Uh, and the files have been sealed. Period. Yeah, so I just, a lot of people aren't as loud as they used to be regarding him. And some people were like, well, just because the the charges were dropped, doesn't mean he didn't do it. I'm like, yeah, but why would the state do that? I mean, it's like they were literally they're literally throwing other like other members of the state, the officers and the FBI's under yeah. the bus. Why would they do that? Yeah, they're going to obviously lead towards their side a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the fuck happened in that courtroom because the records are sealed um, and it's not over. But I'm just happy that he it looks like he's going to be getting away with this. And I don't I don't think he did it. And he said, uh. In a press conference after the court date or after the court appearance, I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I have been accused of. And he also says something that he's remained, uh, he's sticking to his same story. So the fact that he's sticking to the same story, the charges were dropped, and he just seems very sane to me. Like, Yeah. Nothing about him seems insane, like unhinged or tethered, if you will. <laughs> We'll get into that. I'm just very happy that he beat this case. Yeah. All right. Cardi B uh, trademarked. Oh, um. Well, how money hungry can you be? Yeah, because you were saying that somebody else was saying this. Yeah. So first, look from what I know, Laganja Ashranje. Um, I think that's how you pronounce her last her drag last name. Mm -hmm. She um was saying it on, like, Drag Race. And, like, other queens were saying it. And then there was, like, another queen that was saying it that wasn't on Drag Race Mm -hmm. saying, like, and, like, (laughs) I think that she heard it from, like, that because I know she did, like, say it before that, like, she knew it was, like, from, like, Drag Race and all that stuff like that. And, like, she started repeating it. And then, like, these dumbass white people on talk shows was, like, Oh my God, nigger! Can you do that for us? Can you say oh? That's what she's saying everywhere she go. They're making her say that, so she like yeah. everywhere I go, they want me to say it. So I'm gonna trademark it so that she can use it on t-shirts and sweatshirts, jackets, footwear, and all that other stuff. And that shit is gonna get real old real quick. Not to whites. True. <laughs> not it's they. Not. If they if they if they could buy a buy a Felicia shirt right now, yeah. they absolutely. <laughs> I just think it's like I just think it's corny like maybe because like I'm somebody that I'm obsessed with like making sure people get credit and like especially like being somebody that like have like especially from being like you know in on big stuff like you know Tumblr and seeing like a lot of people that I was cool with not get credit for stuff that they created Mm -hmm. and like started and I'm like fuck and they like making GoFundMe's because they can't fucking like you know afford this and the third and I'm like dang you really could have had it if like people gave you the fucking proper credit credit." so I just think that's corny but Laganja was just saying like um like she thought it was cool um and I'm like, well, you know, what can you say when the person who, like, you know, was saying it, like, it's like, I'm okay with it. Like, you're yeah. saying that. But, like, you say that now until the reports come up, like, Cardi B made $30 million off of oh shirts. Yeah, and it's like, damn. Yeah. I could, that shit could have been mine, or at least joint, partly Exactly, mine. but then it's, people wouldn't have cared because it's a, it's a drag queen doing it. Exactly. People need straight women to, you know— do stuff and yeah, they're like oh now it's cool because yep. it says while Cardi can't honest this is a Forbes article while Cardi can't honestly make the argument that she created the word she might be able to argue successfully that she brought it 
to attention of the mainstream and that she is responsible for popularizing the, f- the phrase. She has used it in a number of high-profile performances. This is pretty much what you just said. Like, she may have not have started it, yeah. but she brought it to the light because just because of her influence, which you could just take anything and bring it to the light in that case. I don't know. I don't feel any type of way at all about it. Uh, if the originator was upset, I would. But like, I get that she feel as though like I should at least try to trademark it because everybody's forcing me to say it, and it's something that's connected to me. But I don't this know. I Let's know. not get the strap. Like when when Fifty decided to trademark that, as much as I can't stand his ass. Like I get that. Yeah, because like who fucking said it? Like you were saying. Yeah, who said get the strap before Fifty Cent this? Did like nobody. I mean, maybe some uh, you know stud said that like in yeah. a different way in the bedroom, yeah. privacy, but <laughs> definitely was different. So I, I I'm all for trademarking shit that is actually connected to you. But I don't. I just think I do think that it's weird. But it's I know weird. that she believe. I think that Cardi B and her mind believes that this fame is not going to be around for very long, and she's trying to secure every bag possible related to it. Mm-hmm. Because like honestly, look how they are doing. Nicki Minaj right now like yeah. and people can say we part of it if they want to I just like to call it as it is I don't believe in throwing people away but yeah. I think this is an industry that believes in throwing women away so yeah. I if I, I think that she wants to get all she can before it gets all of it can out of her and this is how I know that I'm not meant to be famous stuff because like pe- first of all when I was in college it, and Vine first started coming out and this white girl like had her phone in my face and was like, Sabrina, say something funny. And I said, slavery is over. <laughs> like, don't make me like I'm not gonna say something. Yeah. Like for you cause I'm the type of like if I was on the TV show and I had like something like from Black Girl Brunch of people like, oh my gosh, can you stay that here? I'm like, you could listen to it. No, you can I listen can't. to it over and over again. I can't. I'm not saying that. that right. Like, I'm not saying it. Like, I'm like not people a... want to see it. People want to hear the phrase. People want to hear the phrase. Like, what like, the fuck is wrong I with you? I can't y'all? imagine that ever feeling natural to just be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you betcha. And like saying the phrase <laughs> and everybody be like, oh, she's so crazy. No. Like, it's different. Like, all right, when you go to see Beyonce in concert, what do you expect? You expect her to do the uh-oh, uh-oh dance yeah. no matter what. If I'm performing, then yeah. But if I'm just here to be interviewed like a normal ass person, and you be like, uh, no, 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 thank you. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Cardi. I just feel, mm. yeah, that's how I feel too. I feel, mm, but it's, it's like going lately. Classic straight girl behavior. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It, it just matters because of the origins. Like, would it have killed you to give this person their just a little bit of credit? Since you said that that's who you... I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Us. The movie Us. So Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Sabrina is so nice. Because I said I was going to go into this. Like, if you ain't see it yet, then it yeah, don't matter. Yeah, stop being so fucking mean, dog. First of all, opening weekend was a few days ago. That's more than enough time. Um, Some people have jobs. And so I worked. Some I went people. after work. You went after work. I did go after work, but I was tired as fuck. It don't matter, but you saw it, so... But that's just me. So if it matters, and it wasn't pay, it. it wasn't pay week for some people. Anyway, um, jeez, you can't be mean like that. You gonna get us fucking? 
I'm just this, mean about spoilers. Like, and it's like it would be the same if it came on TV. Like Game of Thrones come on, we gonna talk about this every Tuesday or oh, yeah. Wednesday. If you have not seen it, I don't care. That's how I feel. I'm like, cause we're gonna talk about it. You're not a bad person. I'm not saying you're a poor bitch if you haven't gone to see us. I'm just saying if you haven't seen it, I think it's fair for me to just talk about it and not give a fuck no more. Oh, like, I just said spoilers ahead. We're so past the window. You can turn, so you can turn, you know, off or speed it up. Tethered. I'm so happy I know about that now because now I'm, I know why we are the way we are. Like, tethered? I don't even know. I didn't look it up what it meant. I didn't look it up either. I'm just talking about what it is in a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, your initial thoughts were that you weren't feeling it. I was angry when I came yeah. out of the theater. You were fucking, like, bo- boiling with steam. I, was I like, think um, also because I was tired. <laughs> yeah, because I thought it was you. your reaction was uh, crazy. I was like, wait a second now. Like, this is bullshit. He was like, that's crazy. Jumping it right, Jordan Peele. And I'm, gonna t- I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was so tired. And I was like, I really did this? I'm happy you're admitting that you were tired because I thought that that was rash behavior but i still like i feel i still feel like eh, like about it but now like the more i th- thought about it i was like hmm, okay i want to see it again it's just like like it's really making me think and i'm like yeah i don't have time it, to think so, like the first thing i thought about the movie was that all right this is different from anything i've ever ever seen and like that's what i'm so thankful for jordan peele so far he's given us two storylines that were 100 percent nothing like anything we've ever seen before and how many of us can say that in like how many of us can say that in 2019 how many of us feel like we just watch the same horror movies over and over and over again with mm. little elements that are different with different white people and you're just like oh, okay cool like he truly gave us a different storyline so i'm like first and foremost like i i'm always excited to go see the movie his movies because i know like I, I'm, I will, it's no way I can predict what direction this is going in. So I was happy with that. There were some things that I felt like were a little bit off. Like we both mentioned that the way Lupita was talking, like it was menacing at first, but it also, it just was, very, it just was like what a child does when they're telling a scary movie. Yeah. I mean, a scary story. But you said that it makes sense because she was the switch when she was a child. And she hadn't talked for so many years because nobody else, the tether, don't exactly. really know how to talk. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely makes sense. But it just, it was very distracting. It was disconcerting. I think also because it was Lupita. That's why it was disconcerting. She she was so beautiful in that movie. So beautiful. Like, oh, my gosh. But um, I was thinking why I was like, hmm, I'm not a little, I'm not mad anymore. I was like, this cheeky bastard. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I was looking at Spice Girl stuff. That's why I said cheeky bastard. <laughs> but, um... I think that the story was probably so loose and like open because I think he just because a lot of people like like oh my god I sound like a fucking nerd I was about to say in the horror community <laughs> that you know that like horror movies are just remakes and sequels I think he's setting this up for his own type of trilogy or something okay that's my theory I don't feel like there's anything else that can be gathered from that do you I think it could be because the universe of the tether. What was the experiment? Why was it abandoned? Why? Um, what? Like, who? Yeah, like who started this experiment? And right. did the tether like destroy the person? Like, why the rabbits? Like, why was it in that in Santa Cruz? Why was it like under the amusement park? Um, 
But it, yeah, I think that everywhere on earth, your tether is with your tether, right? Yeah, I think so. But like, what what made them choose the locations that they chose, and how were the tether like created? Like, mm-hmm. was it like you know a drop like? Is it something that happens like when you're born? Like, right. is it something like how is the birthing process happen with the tether like down there? Definitely. Like, stuff, like, like that's definitely a, a like theory. Like, I was thinking personally that the tether were just people degenerates, people that cr- like societies creates and then leaves behind. Um, like that's what they represented, and I thought that Lupita was like a. Man- a manipulator. Well, the the tethered version that we realized wasn't actually the tethered. She was mm-hmm. the real human version. I think that she was just using these ignorant people um, to get what she wanted, similar to how Trump is doing right now. And she once she got what she wanted, she didn't really care what happened to them or if the plan was 100 or not. She just wanted to make sure that that family didn't get anywhere so that she could get her revenge or at least, you know, but also I don't think that the tether really have any like i think they definitely represent like americans or i think a movie was about america i do but i don't think that the tether like the tether represent anything other than that but obviously i could be wrong but also how does she learn like so i forgot how old she was when this Mm -hmm. happened but like how does she learn the like, because, um, like, you know, nature versus nurture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So the tether, they can't talk. So how does she learn this, like, manipulative behavior? And how does she learn? Like, because a lot of stuff you, when you're a kid and stuff, you learn from, like, watching and right. stuff like that. And, like, by actions and interactions. Mm-hmm. So how does she learn all this stuff? By, and she didn't have that much interaction in her growing up phase. I think because, I'm like, am I thinking too much? I think because she was still connected with the tether. But um, she was able to make the most sense out of the experience that the other was having because she had a little bit of background. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like everyone else was having these emotions and they couldn't really understand what they were mirroring. But she could make the most sense out of it because she was the only one who knew what was going on. She knew what ballet was and, like, she knew what, like, it all made sense. But definitely... I agree, like, being seven, like, you wouldn't know as much. But I think she was able to kind of, like, build on build on what she was mirroring because she had, she was human. Yeah. But how does it, like, I'm just thinking, like, how are they, okay, so you, you can't mimic the soul. That's what they were saying. Yeah. You can't mimic the soul. So, like, how, I'm trying to think, like, how, what were they mirroring? Like, how does the mirroring process happen? Like, yeah. is it just like, the, how are they connected? Like, what's the connection? Right. It was just, factor? yeah, I guess that's what the experiment was. Like, they connected them. So they said every American. So, not the world, just every American somehow, like, if the government had a sample of their DNA, like, I don't know. But, but every, why America? I guess because, like, our government did it. And, like, our government wouldn't have access to the world, they would just have access to the country. That's what I'm thinking. Like, obviously, they didn't, like, explain everything because I feel like in the movie, like, either they could be selling, setting it up for, like, a series or because they're, like, just don't focus on that and just assume that yeah. this experiment can't happen anyway. So just assume that they had all the I'm mechanics. Like, I want to know the tea. To make it happen. But also, like, why the scissors? And then my dad said something about, like, um, the scissors something because two halves make a whole. Mm. Um, That's kind of cool. But, like, 
where did they get the scissors from? Yeah, how many for the whole? Everybody those, had a pair? Because those were, like, very unique scissors. Very unique scissors. Yeah. The scissors, I definitely don't know about. Um, how the one little girl had that press and cur- had that press silk r- silk press. That's what I'm fucked up about. Sis should have had a curly afro or yeah. something down there. Like, how does she have a silk press? Like, I'm very concerned. That oh, that was irritating. Um, also, damn, it was something else that. I, oh, so I was reading this theory and it was talking about how you know. <laughs> They were seeking revenge pretty much for being the shadow. Mm-hmm. Because for all of us in the world, like who are just living our happy life, there's somebody in the shadows who has a shitty, shitty situation right now. Sometimes, some days we're the, the tethered and some days we're, we're not, right? And like, it's this whole idea that you can't feel sorry for people you don't know exist. Yeah. Like, that's what really got me. I'm like, yo, if somebody decided to, like, stick me up today or tomorrow because of the resources that I had, because of the <coughs> shitty life that they live, and I'm just in my own bubble, like, even though my life isn't perfect, I'm like, damn, I'm sorry I didn't know you were struggling like that. Like, don't take it out on me. That's how I felt the yeah. tether was. Like, it's a bigger problem with America. It's just people who are living so bad and feel so forgotten that they just want to, like, rise up. That's what I got out of it. Like, because remember, they was like, who, who, what are you? And they was like, we're American. First, I thought that was but, so corny. But I thought she was saying we're American because, like, hands across America, and that's the last thing that she remembered from when she went together. I right. mean, went together. When she, uh, like, you know, crossed over, when the tether, like, um, like switched her. I think that's... I thought that's why she said that. And, like, she told them, like, this is what we're, we are. We are Americans because that's what she remembered. Like, hands across America, Americans. I think we're American because it's, like, as scary as we are, we're just like you. And we yeah, were created too. by the government. Like, that's as too. scary as we are, we're just a fuck like you. So, um, yeah, I mean, the movie was definitely different. I can definitely say I feel different about it today than what I felt leaving the movie theater. When I was in the movie theater, I was just like, ay, 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 ay. That's how I felt. Like, what the hell did I just see? But I was happy because I'm like, all right, even though this was not the same feeling I had from Get Out, it still was like, oh, my God, this man is so great. His team is so fantastic because they keep giving us originals. Like, Yeah, it definitely was original. I hope, honestly, I hope it does set up for a series because I feel like that would be cool because I'm just so interested in the life. I don't want to see no more of the tether. I, I'm so interested in how, like, the experiment. Like, that's what, because I love stuff with experiments, but I just want to know, like, what... Like, yeah. why? I want this movie to end. Like, I'm done with the tether. I'm done with them. They scared the shit out of me. Um, it, Obviously, the twist is that Lupita was actually a tether and got switched. Like, I just, I don't want to be bothered with it anymore. I did not like that idea of her, like, the person we thought was the bad person actually being. I just, I don't want to see any more of the tether. Like, they... I mean, if you put the movie out, I'm going to definitely go see it. But, like, I definitely, like, I that's not on my list. I'm like, mm, new movie. I just want to know. Because I'm like, when it comes to horror movie, I'm obsessed with like the mythology behind you it just, and stuff like just that. You just got to believe that it all worked out. <laughs> that it just. But I don't, I just want to know like the experiment and stuff like that. It just happened. And it's just like. 
I just want to know. Oh, I don't want to know. You don't want to know. I'm you getting don't. annoyed because I'm like, just believe them. They said it was an experiment. They mirror people. All None of it can happen. So just believe it. I know it can't happen, but I just will. I'm just interested in like the theories and stuff like that. And like, what was the inspiration behind it and stuff like that? Like, I'm just interested in it. Yeah, because I feel like with that case with Get Out, you could do like a trilogy on those people. But too. no, like, I, f- the, I feel like. How did they that, take a brain and do this? But I feel like that is like a that I feel like that's simple like this this is a whole like world like that was created that was a whole different world like within our world with the tethered I hate the tether so much but I get you I mean, I'm I'm sure there's plenty of other people who care about them yeah I want a new movie I'm like thanks now I want to get excited for something new that's not the tether because I also don't feel like the, a movie about the tether could provide me with a twist, but I could be wrong. Yeah. So moving on into breakups and break-ins. So Kalani's baby girl broke into the world. Oh, I'm so happy for her. Yep. Oh, my God. I just realized I didn't do my research on this Daniel Caesar shit. Did you know about it? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Sorry. He's in the sun complete. Spoiler. Uh <laughs> Anyway, Kalani gave birth to a beautiful, healthy baby girl naturally standing up. Oh, my God. Giving birth standing up. What's, what y'all doing? Like, because I'm not, I feel like if I, I feel like if I gave birth without medication, once I deliver my baby, I will be a big puddle of chocolate pudding. <laughs> I don't think I'd be in human form that anymore. That is so crazy. Oh, that is so, gosh. the strength that that takes. Oh, drought. Med, medicate me. Med, med me up. But um, shouts to her and her fi- her partner. I was gonna say her fiance, but they are engaged. Her partner for having a healthy baby girl. Yes. Um. Next, Monica calls it quits with her marriage. She files for divorce. I he first of all, I didn't know he was a former NBA player. I did. He just was a figment of my imagination. Like I just thought that he was just like a name. I, like, I wonder what happened. They're, they're, the file is sealed, so can't nobody see why she filed for divorce. But, she probably um, was bored. I feel like, no. <laughs> I feel like she loves family and tradition so much. I, I feel, feel like, like Monica tried. Also, I feel like Monica's my cousin. So I <laughs> yeah. feel very related to her and just like, she, like I know what she's doing. I feel like he didn't want to be in the pictures. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> She's like, either you get a social media account like the rest of this family or you're out. <laughs> you got until March to figure it out, bruh. Eight in uh, February, he was like, you know, I just don't really like to be social. And she headed to court with an all-white pantsuit and a white wig to match. And she fucking was like, seal it because, you know, the public's going to think I'm petty for this. But he's got to get the fuck out of my house. He got to go. <laughs> That's but it. no, that is sad because I feel like the daughter really, really loves her dad. I like, mean, she still could hang out with her dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot when you don't get thrown away from the entire family. Co-parenting is a thing. Yeah, but it's just different. I, I mean, I've never lived with my parents in the same house, but I think it's different when you love both your parents so much and you used to having a household with them. Yeah, it's very, very being like, well, why is this? Why is it this way? Because I know my little brother, he grew up in a house with both his parents, mm-hmm. like because my our mom and his dad, and when they separated, it was uh stressful for him mm-hmm. so i'm like oh, i always hate, hate to hear about that for the kids but yeah. if there's arguing or something taking place it's definitely the better mm-hmm. option to just you know scooch on out the house and yeah. live separate lives and just co-parent together 
So yeah, um, and apparently Issa Rae is in a relationship and allegedly engaged. Engaged. Yeah, like, like I feel so betrayed. Yeah. So apparently, uh, so pretty much Issa Rae, she graced the cover of Essence magazine, and she had a big old rock on her hand. So the world is saying that she's engaged to this man. Damn, I forget his name. His name's like Daniel something. Um, he's like a businessman or something. They look very cute together. Louis Diame is his name. D-I-A-M-E. And he's Senegalese like her. So I'm like, ugh. I don't know. Black. I'm so happy that I don't the know. beautiful brown couple. I'm going to see how I old just, she is. I just don't feel like, like, how could she be in a relationship? Oh, she's 34. Oh, that's so cute. That's a perfect day she get engaged if you ask me. If there was a such thing. But, um. You said, you say you don't see her, but. I just feel like she, like, I, I know people can be private, right? But I feel yeah. like she should have let us know. <laughs> I think it's actually better that she didn't let us know. But like you know, it's like J- Jamel Hill did the same thing. Like she just popped up engaged, and I'm like, just I like to be in people's business sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you ain't gotta, you can, you ain't gotta tell us what's going on, but you can at least like, I start my feelings start feeling hurt when certain people are in relationships, and I don't know. Like I feel like he, her partner also probably is like like to be low key. Like, yeah, you can still be low key without like. Not in this world. Look, we just talked about Monica getting divorced. Yeah, but like we're not. (laughs) We're just letting the people know that it happened. Like, well, we're not. We don't know why. Look, she's because she sealed it. We didn't even know she was having issues. So look, it's it's happened. Move on. Like we'll talk about it, but we can't. We can only talk about what you give us, right? So like we we know Jay Z and Beyonce together. Do we know they last argument? No, we don't. Like. (laughs) We didn't even know he they went through that shit that they yeah. went through. So I'm like, yeah, you ain't gotta let us know that, but just like let us, let me know you together. Let me know you married. Let me know you pregnant. Let me know you divorced. That's all I need. <laughs> just let me know. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time to move into the sunken place. Daniel Caesar. So you gonna have to let me know what this man did. So, I mean, I know he was on some apologist shit. He was on live and he was like, "Why are all black people like mean to like? Why are you being mean to <laughs> Yes Jules and like yeah. saying like basically we're mean, we're being mean to um, other white people?" And then he was like, "I don't give a fuck. Like cancel me. Um, oh, I don't need your money." And like saying all this like weird stuff. And I'm like, first of all. Who are you? Yeah. Like, I did, yeah, I knew he was saying, like, that white people are the leaders in society. So, for that reason, black people should try to, like, emulate them and be for. I'm like, okay, nigga. First of all, you look like something that just, you know, that somebody let their foot up off of. Yeah, apparently he was drunk, but I don't care. Even in your drunken mind, that's not something that you say. Like, Daniel Caesar. How old is he? He's definitely like nineteen, I'm right? I'm looking. Right I know now. he's young. I and think he is. For young. that reason, I will not. I don't. I'm not. I don't intend to cancel him. But like, this is exactly what happens when I just was like, nigga, you weird. Kids who like anime. <laughs> you know, kids who <laughs> he's twenty three. Wow, he's definitely a lot older. 
kids who get bullied for like you know liking anime this is exactly what they turn out he'll hear Aries? out as if they don't deal with the trauma of like the black kids making, making but I think he got out. a black girlfriend though. I th- I do think he got a black girlfriend, but she could be the same fucking way, just as dumb as he is. So it's like I I definitely think that he is somebody who thinks that by being nicer to white people, it'll it'll make them kinder to him in the world. And I'm like, how many niggas in the world gotta show you? Like, they literally, Martin Luther King literally died because of that. So why For do being you, nice to white people. For, for being white tonight. Like, they killed um, Malcolm X for being mean to white people. And they killed, like, uh, MLK for being nice. And not that, like, they both were by, like, uh, black people. But exactly. you know what I mean. What I'm saying is that it doesn't matter. You still, if, if you're a fucking mean ass person, I mean, if if you're black, they don't give a fuck about you. He said, I was talking down to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Says Caesar, who said he was being pretentious. He added, I just got to say I apologize for how I expressed my ideas because that is where I went wrong. I believe in what I said. I just need as a... Wait, I just, wait. I believe in what I said, and I just need as a man, I just... I can admit when I'm wrong. Wait, be... What the fuck? He believes in what he said. See, you know what? This is why we got to stop giving niggas with guitars, like, the the benefit. The, we he think, said he's sorry, but he believed. Wait, I got to go to a different source. No, I know what you're saying. He def, I think he probably, like, stuttered along his words, and he just... He's like, I expressed my opinion in a very pretend... In a very pretentious way, I was talking down to you guys. I apologize for how I expressed my idea because that's where I went wrong. A real man can... Yeah, what the fuck is he saying? He's not saying anything. Just because niggas sing soulful songs don't mean they have ideas. And, like, that's what we got to stop doing. We got to stop letting these neo-soul niggas... We got to stop <laughs> letting them believe... Like, Erica Badu... This guy, they good songwriters because that's very whimsical. But when it comes to the common sense, they're not always there. And I think he just showed us that right there. So, like I said, not canceled, but the first strike because I didn't I cancel like, chance. What? I didn't cancel chance the rapper for that shit he said. So I'm like, all right, hmm. Yeah, I don't really feel like a cancel vibe. I just feel like what. I just feel like now I know I see the type of nigger you are. Yeah, that's that how too. I feel because I'm like nobody even fucking asked you to get on live all wide wide mouth yapping. Oh, and then they I think and then that was just a wild night. First of all, John Mayer was there, um, Dave Chappelle. They was all drunk, and then um, Dave Chappelle was like, "Yeah, I just met Daniel Caesar," and he was like, "Well, what do you think about?" Him? He was like, "Very gay," and then Daniel Caesar was there. I was like, "What the fuck, Dave?" And then it was just, like, a weird... It was like, welcome to 2005. Yeah, it was weird as fuck. Ew. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is... You know what? I'm just happy to be in Philly right now and not around these... Like, I can't stand (laughs) how stupid these people with money are. Like, I really can't. Like, I know that I... It can I can definitely be problematic sometimes, like you know that, and maybe your listeners know that. Like, but I'm like certain things you just should know not to say. Like the problematic shit I say, I stand in it because I'm like it may be problematic, but it's also true. Like whatever, blah blah blah. But I feel like these niggas they say shit 24 hours releasing an apology. <laughs> it's like. You don't even believe what you're saying. Yeah, because he was like, I don't give a fuck. Cancel me. I don't need your money. It's like, apparently, you do, Daniel. Yeah. You do, Daniel. 
He's, I just wanna see how. That's his song? Beautiful. The one he was singing oh, with the fucking teacup. Yeah. That irritated <laughs> the fuck. Everybody said, oh I'm my God. Shit. Everybody was like, watch this video. It's mind blowing. I'm like, I will flip that fucking teacup over. <laughs> shit like that would get me tight. <laughs> Anything people be like, wow, this is so soulful. You hate it. I hate that shit. I know. And, and me, in contrast, was like, wow. <laughs> What a young, not, talented, when I what saw, a talented young man. He's so young. Because his first album, Freudian, it was so fucking good. Like, all right, I can't sing. But, like, what's <laughs> the fucking, him singing with a teacup? I like, what's what's that so amazing about that? Beautiful, you are the... Like, shut the fuck up. Rain Johnson does. I mean, it's, it's he is very That talented. shit make you want to be like, ah! I don't know. It was a vibe at first, but now I know the type of nigger he is. I'm like, nah, delete that. Put that teacup down. That's so, um, like, fuck. Ah, that's how I feel. <laughs> All right, moving on in. Moving on into common sense, sis. All right, moving on into common sense, sis. And this week we're talking about boundaries. Because I don't think I set boundaries. And that's why my mind is so out of control all the time. I don't set any boundaries. Like, Ever. Like, I'm always just like, okay, let's see where this goes. Like, if I go out to a restaurant, I don't go there and say, listen, I'm only going to spend this much. I'm only going to consume this much. And I'm only going to do this much. (laughs) When I meet a new guy, I'm not going to say, I never say, I'm not going to allow this. I'm not going to allow that. I'm always like, we'll see where it goes. (laughs) And same with, like, when friends come over. I never really say, okay, well, I got to go to work in the morning. So, like, let's keep this to this time and I think that like at a time right now where I'm so scatterbrained there's nothing I need more than than boundaries so shout out to uh you gotta say it's Betty Brigade you know I can't pronounce Brigade because I'm dumb but uh (laughs) you just said it I can't say it without you saying it first. Uh, I get it. I know. I'm like that. Yeah, but you got to follow the Baddie Brigade on Instagram. Okay. It's like so many affirmations, beautiful black women. Lit formations. So many lit formations. Duh. Okay. So follow on Instagram at B-A-D-D-I-E. B-R-I-G-A-D-E underscore. Like, love this page. And this is where we got our common sense um, topic today. But there was, like, a, um, a like an inspirational graphic posted. And it says, how to set boundaries. You have to identify what you value. So if you value, for example, like, uh, your well-being, then you have to then discover what you need to do. So if you value your well-being, that you need to rest um, and play. Rest, play. You need to rest, pretty much. And mm-hmm. then it says what you and uh, how you will do that. In, in, like, it could be something small, like no work on weekends. Mm-hmm. Or if you value quality time, what you need to do, identify what you need to do, which is focus on one-on-one connections, and you find a way to do that. That could be by, you know, weekly date nights without technology. So I kind of want to use this system in my life, but... Let's just talk about like where we all, where we both kind of need to set boundaries at, the benefits of it, like with um, like work, for example. Like, do you have any boundaries that you need to like set? I probably need to, um, like, I know my thing is I take on too much stuff, Mm -hmm. and I like get quiet, and I'm like, I don't like 
say like okay this is too much for me like or I don't speak up like saying like um I'm feeling this right now so mm-hmm. I don't set like I would say like um a lot of um I guess like emotional boundaries yeah um yeah I don't set those and like in my head I have the boundaries but I never vocalize it like yeah. especially with like dating and stuff like that or like um me going out or like I don't like in my head I have them but I don't mm-hmm. share them yeah out like I don't vocalize them. I feel like just saying it out loud that would make it like real and like be like okay this is what I need to do like this is a yeah. This is the boundary that I'm setting, like, how, um, like, for instance, um, I was, like, seeing somebody, and I was, like, in my head, I was, like, all right, the next time we hang out, we can't, I don't want to stay in. Mm-hmm. I want to go out. Yeah. I guess that would be considered, like, a boundary, like, whatever. Like, me yeah. valuing um, quality yeah, time. Yeah, because you value quality time, so. And going out. So what do you need? You need to go out, and how you honor that by next time we go out, like yeah, we we can't, stand. yeah. So it's like you set the boundary, identified how to get there, and yeah. So and I never like vocalized it, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like now, like seeing that and like hearing that, I definitely need to vocalize stuff and like stop like keeping stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is fine, like you yeah. know, when it's like you know. You feel like, whoa. One thing I need to do in the workplace is I need to talk about when I need help more, right? Same. When there's something I don't get, instead of saying, no, I don't get this, I either talk myself into believing that I could just get it by myself, Mm -hmm. I'll never see this again, or, like, Mm -hmm. um, I'll ask again next time. And, like, I next thing you know, it snowballs in that task led into me not understanding something even more extensive. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, I'm two months into this job and I'm embarrassed to go back and say that I actually never understood the foundation. Mm -hmm. So it's like I need to have a boundary with myself. When I don't know something, ask immediately and do not let anyone move on without you knowing something. Mm -hmm. Because it happens all the time. You could be, and next thing you know, you're trying to skate around doing something because you don't really know how to do it that way. And it could really be as simple as one, two, three, Mm -hmm. if you just don't let it get out of control. So like my, the boundary is like, don't let it get too far without knowing. And I will achieve that by like asking uh, questions. Having somebody watch you do it, because that's what I started doing. Oh, yeah. It's like, watch. Yeah, like, so I need supervision. Watch, yeah, can you watch me do this? And Yeah, and like just really, really making sure that I become an expert in what I do, because honestly, when I'm not an expert at something, it's my job, I don't feel really good. Yeah. And it just follows me. It just keeps following me, following me, following me. So I just want to know things from the beginning. Mm-hmm. If I can, how to do certain things, how to access it, and don't just kind of, like, that's how you become an asset to a team, by just knowing. Mm-hmm. So when I don't know, I feel like I'm useless, you know? Um, definitely think I don't know my boundaries in relationships. Like, I want to set them, but I really don't know them because I don't really know myself in a relationship yet. Like, because I'm not usually in them. Like, I can't tell you, I can tell you a few things that I don't like and I do love, but like, like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, there could, some people, their boundary is like no sex before this date. I don't really care about rules like that because I have sex and I feel like it. I don't put boundaries on myself when I feel like doing something. So I'm like, "Mm, 
nah, not a good boundary. I could definitely see how ultimately, you know, having sex early could make people believe that it won't really lead into a good relationship. But I personally believe that if you're if you fuck a guy or girl or whomever and y'all meant to be together, it don't matter if you do it on a first date. It don't matter if you do it in a year. It just don't mm-hmm. matter. Now I do I do believe that you can get hypnotized by sex and you can start believing that you're in the, like you should be together. But I don't really get digmatized. I know when I'm getting good dick versus when I like somebody. So I'm like, eh, no. Like, I I just don't feel the need to set boundaries there. Um, I definitely think that if I were a relationship person, I would know what it meant to set boundaries more or things I should start working on before I get into one. But I just don't get it now Mm -hmm. because I don't have anything to go off of. Like, maybe, like, okay, maybe one boundary could be stop going back to old people. Like, if it didn't work out the first time, I think it's safe to say it ain't going to work out the second, third, or fourth time. Move on, save myself some emotional trauma, and just, like, not yeah. fuck with people that felt me in the past. Like, that's one. Yeah, that is a good boundary. Knee boundaries with food. <laughs> Don't we all? No, seriously. I really have started setting up boundaries for food. <laughs> My first one being 70% of my meals need to be cooked. Because if I'm not careful, I'm spending money everywhere. I'm doing everything. And no. So I've been setting boundaries for food. And I'm like, Iman, just just no. I just say no to myself automatically. You Mm -hmm. want french fries? Guess what? No. You want a cookie? Mm Mm-mm. No. You don't need it. Because it's just not good for your health and it's not good for your wallet. So stop doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I just really like the idea of setting boundaries in my personal life. What more boundaries do you need to set? Probably um, my, um, like, probably just buying stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, just stuffing things. Be like, okay, you can't get this until you throw this away. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Another boundary I need to set is telling the truth, okay? So, honestly, it's good to be honest, but I need to set a boundary to the truth that I tell. Yeah. Because when you say tell the truth to me, I really think, I assume you mean the absolute truth. Like, okay, you fucking suck. Like, that's what I'll say. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, no, a boundary to the truth. Because what me, what's the truth to you versus what's the truth to me are two different things. And, yeah. like, I need you all the time to filter my messages because I go too <laughs> honest. So yeah, I'm like, Iman, please, 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 please don't say that. Yeah, so I just need to find a new truth. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm still not going to be a liar. I'm still going to be being honest, but I don't have to be so brutal. Because I feel like the brutality, I'm not doing it to be mean-spirited. Um, I'm saying it to just so I'm cl- as clear as day about what I mean so that we can communicate honestly. And I don't care what you, if you clear as day with me, that won't hurt my feelings, but yeah. everybody isn't me. Yeah. So I have to be like, okay, you know what? Let me say this in a way, like, I don't know. It's very, I don't even know how I'm going to set that boundary. I just don't want to hurt people's, I don't want to upset people. Mm-hmm. And I do. Like, I upset people sometimes. So I'm like, mm. I just need to set a boundary for how honest I am and pick my battles. Everybody can't hear the truth. Some people yeah. just don't give a fuck about it, and that's they don't. They just want to continue to do what they do without hearing the truth. So that's another thing my mom was telling me. Like some people don't want to hear the truth, so you keep it to yourself. Yeah, true. 
So, yeah. Well, you guys, let us know about some boundaries that you need to set. Um, we all need to set some. I just thought it was a good conversation to have. This cat really fucking sweet. Yeah, knock the fuck out. Sitting up. Though. You don't have a job. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> Shut up. You do. You such a fucking liar. Am I though? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Oh, special shout out to a listener who's been supporting us for a very long time. Shout out to Asia. Like, um, Rel's real friend yes. Asia has been telling us. Oh, my God. So, Rel is Sabria's cousin, and Asia is, like, our friend, but, like, Rel's close, close, close friend. And she told Rel that she be telling all these people about <laughs> our podcast, and we don't show her no love. Oh, my God. And I felt so shitty, because I'm like, yo, she's right. She show mad love all the time, and we just... Like, I feel like we gave a shout out at some point, but I don't want it to take, I don't want you to think we take it for granted. Like, shout no, out to you for thank the, you so much, for Asia. your support. Yes, because she is, where she live? Seattle. Yeah. In yes, Seattle, thank you so much. Like, sh- shouting us out in, like, the West Coast. Yeah, and just baby. being kind, believing in us and everything else. And just, that goes for any listener. Like, if you really feel like you just spreading the word about us and we not showing no love, Best believe that's an accident, and we just be in some in La La Land trying to work. Honestly, my dumb ass is still locked, not locked out, but like I got logged out at a Black Bridge Instagram, <laughs> and I'm still logged. I'm, I gotta log back in. And it's just I'm like I'm telling you, if we're quiet on social media or not responding or answering, it's ninety nine percent because we are having like a personal panic attack in our in our own lives. Like yeah. it's so much that goes on that we just have been trying to like navigate through, but not trust me the one good thing that we got going on is like the people who support this podcast so yes. we definitely appreciate it because it's us like we like like we dumb, dumb. Yeah. people really think i mean we we're not idiots but we're definitely dumb like i don't know what else to say there you got me there <laughs> but yeah so thank you so much asia i want to say thank you <laughs> But being in my life. <laughs> Ain't that what every uh, black girl used to sing at the Tyler show? They were, I don't know. I, oh my gosh. I really thought that that was going to make me be able to sing. Everybody sung Ashanti's Thank You at every talent show. She went off. <laughs> but um, she really was thankful. But yeah, <laughs> shouts to everyone out there. Um, Continue, continue, continue to pour in those ratings and reviews because that's how bitches be getting found and we need it as much as possible okay let's do it apple podcast soundcloud and spotify uh follow us on instagram and twitter follow us on instagram at black girl brunch twitter blk girl brunch follow me on instagram at iman matey follow me on twitter at it's matey and sabria at it's frankenfem underscore on instagram and frank and Fem. No. It's Frank and Fem mm-hmm. on Instagram and Frank and Fem underscore on Twitter. Oh my god, wait, when's your birthday? My birthday is next Tuesday. Oh my god. So are uh, we recording on your birthday? I guess so. We recorded on my birthday. It was fun. We did. I'm still trying to get I'm like tattoo artists are just being so mean to me. What is <laughs> it? Are we hanging out this weekend or next weekend? Next weekend. Okay, cool. So bitch, not this weekend. Shit, let me request off or something. Actually, it don't matter because we going out at nighttime, right? Yeah, in the night, Travis Scott voice. Yay! So the next time we record, Sabria's going to be an old wench. 
Ew. You old bitch. Turn on. You I'll see you. What you? Thirty-seven now? No, twenty-seven. <laughs> you nerd. Wait, who? What was that song you were singing? Kesha, right? Yeah. Damn, that was a bop. Remember, we really listened to that album religiously in high school. We did. Bring back Kesha. <laughs> yeah, like when she was banging. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you guys have a good week. Bye. Peace. <laughs>